0: Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of Card Talks with Victoria. I'm back again with my friend Mira to do another episode on Insecure.
1: Hey y'all, what's good?
0: This time we're focusing on the friendships in the show. We have some specific notes about the female friendships, but we can cover the male friendships too because those were great as well, even though we covered them in the last episode a little bit. But some updates on me. I'm in therapy, y'all. Mm-hmm. Y'all know how I be saying every episode. Y'all need to go to therapy. Y'all
1: need to go to therapy.
0: I'm
1: going. You got any updates, Mira? Mm. I'm trying to go to therapy. You know? I'm trying to follow in Victoria's footsteps. Um, but no, just studying for school, getting my life together, you know, the usual stuff.
0: Yeah, that's the only update I got for y'all. I'm still <laughs> unemployed, though. She in school, I'm unemployed and in therapy. Do it make sense? It doesn't matter. we here. But we in true insecure fashion. Because we got wine today.
1: Yeah, it's a little clean. And then... It didn't click like this cute. <laughs> <laughs> that was a sad click. That clean. was a sad <laughs> you No, know, these are Dollar Tree wine glasses. You no. got to make do and make
0: do. It was a Dollar Tree clay. You know, <laughs> it ain't glass, but it'll work. <clears throat> so... I think in the very first episode, it was really trying to give us a good view of what Issa and Molly's friendship was. Because mm-hmm. the first episode was Issa's birthday. So Molly took her out to dinner. She had to say, Girl, I'm really not your man. And then she went home to her sorry ass nigga Lawrence.
1: We all know how that went.
0: We all know how that went. We discussed <laughs> it last time. If you want to go back, you can listen to that episode. But she took her out for her birthday, and then she was like, "You know what, girl? I want to go out." She was going out for different reasons to see Daniel, but Molly, of course, got offended by the little rap she went on stage and <laughs> did.
1: Don't say it. <laughs> I was trying to find a way to like properly censor It was a nice rap, y'all, it was catchy. it was catchy. <laughs>
0: about got her fired from her job when her kids found it but you know it was catchy nonetheless
1: my main thing about the rap was nobody would have knew that rap was about Molly if she didn't specifically say it. why are you talking to somebody you know in your little talking face you got a man you want to see if he really gonna be your man or not I think that song about me girl what
0: <laughs> because if I'm talking to a dude and his friend go out there talking about his broken equipment. (laughs) He be like, that's me. Oh, baby, we dying. Because what's broke about it? You got something? I need you to get that fixed. Go to the mechanic. Go to the doctor. Whatever you need to do. Get that fixed. So, I feel like Molly wasn't wrong for being mad. It's the way she carried out her madness. Because why you tell everybody that song was about you? You're supposed to get in the car and yell isa you writing raps about me in the bathroom not she's talking about me
1: guys she's talking about my broken equipment girl i want to tell you throughout the entire insecure series molly gave off main character energy
0: and guess what she was not <laughs>
1: And it, was, it wasn't it was supposed to give main character energy. It was supposed... <laughs> I just... Molly wanted attention, but she wanted attention... She received the attention in the wrong ways. Like, she went after it in the wrong avenues. She was supposed to go down the highway, and she was going down the side streets. It was just
0: like... <laughs> When a kid want to get your attention and they start pouring shit out on the table. Like, mommy's not paying attention to me. So I'm going to ruin her nice rug by pouring nail polish on it. You going to get your ass beat. And that's exactly what life did to Molly. <laughs> she got her ass beat. Mm. So that really, that was a start. That was showing how some of their arguments go. And then when Issa went to apologize, that showed how their arguments are made up with wine wings her favorite chips
1: and an apology but you still mad we love a good show up at the door you know unannounced you gotta come at night you gotta come during two o'clock three o'clock booty call hours i don't know about that
0: i pop up on some of my friends they gonna be my ass
1: (laughs) hey girl you good i thought she was hungry I bought you some food in case. Mm -mm, I'm
0: still mad at you. You can take that food and shove it up your ass. I don't know what they signs are, though. Me and my friends and our signs? (laughs) Take that food and shove it up your ass.
1: (laughs) Um, But that's literally... They would have deep-rooted issues, but they always try to cover it up with superficial stuff. And then they would just swipe everything under the rug, call it a day until... The next issue come you know, the tower is high already and we just piling stuff on top of the tower just waiting for it to crumble down
0: the pressure is there like <laughs> y'all haven't really addressed the issue you haven't apologized to me bitch you still mad is not an apology matter of fact who you talking to <laughs> <laughs> like not trying to be no kind of way and i understand the friendships where it's like that wasn't a big deal let's just get over it but you know like are you going to apologize for what you did? Or are we just going to silently move on? It can happen sometimes, but throughout the show, we can see that sometimes you need to sit down and have them actual conversations.
1: But we all know a little a little. I'm sorry never hurts. I, I don't know where we got to this point where apologies are not a thing anymore. Yeah. But they need to come back.
0: I think... Because a lot of time when you say, I'm sorry, you got to acknowledge that you was wrong. And I feel like Issa, especially like in that first situation they had with the broken equipment,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I ain't do nothing wrong. You took offense to something. I could have been talking about anybody. That's her being facetious. That's her lying. Because who else you talking about? Except Molly, when you told her to her face. I don't know, girl. Maybe your shit broke. (laughs) But you know, she like I really didn't do nothing wrong, so she's not apologizing. She like, girl, get over it, and that leads to a whole bunch of other issues that you're not willing to address. So then, the next problem they run into is Issa is going through all her struggles with Lawrence, and Molly's trying to find, you know, the right guy for her. She needs to have him. They live up to these certain standards and all this other kind of stuff. Enter the league. The league. Jared's not good enough, but these niggas don't want me. So they have a big fight right before they go on a girl's trip with Tiffany and Kelly where they like, your standards are too high. And, well, that's what Issa says to Molly. And Molly says to Issa, you don't deserve Lawrence. But (laughs) Molly saying that is funny because if Molly had a nigga like Lawrence... Uh, she wouldn't be with him for very long.
1: She would have left him.
0: She would have torn him down first. Remember, we have niggas in therapy because of Molly. (laughs) victims, y'all. Who need to
1: call the hotline?
0: Like, I think the meeting is cool. You know, we met. We both fresh out of college. We both looking for a job. Mm For me to find a job and you to still not have one and you to be okay with living off unemployment in my check, Molly not that girl. Not at all. <laughs> Molly not that girl. Issa was not that girl either. I don't know who is that girl. That girl needs to go to therapy
1: too. My thing with Molly was I understand why her standards would be so high because You a lawyer. The family that she came from, she a lawyer. She had all these different attributes and stuff that she's looking for to match her energy. That's fine. If you have certain standards that you want to uphold, that's fine. But you also got to know when to compromise because you can't build a nigga.
0: I wish I could.
1: I mean, that, if we had that type of technology.
0: Build a bear, build a nigga. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Unfortunately, that's not how the world works. You got to learn how to compromise. So for her to be in this elite dating service and she's finding all these different guys to match with and she's meeting them and then she likes them. And then it's that one little thing that just sets it off and I guess maybe for me that one little thing don't really matter too much because okay it's something that I can either deal with or ignore because it's not detrimental to me but for her those minor I guess minor details or whatever was too much for her she was like he not perfect oh it's a crap
0: and with the league niggas it was like she was casually mentioning something that she wanted them to change about themselves like. Hey, so I noticed you weren't at where you said you were going to be. And you're like, oh, so you stalking me. She wasn't leaving the league, niggas. They was leaving her.
1: And she couldn't figure out why. And it's like, baby, I just met you. We literally just met five minutes ago. And you already trying to tell me what's wrong? Like, this is our second date. What you mean? This is our second date.
0: And you harassing me. The math isn't then. Because here's where me and Molly are different. If I really like a nigga, and then all of a sudden he cut me off, I'm thinking about what I did. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. But also, maybe not. You need a good balance. What did I do wrong? What was he doing wrong? Did I want him anyway? Mm-hmm. Like, did I really want him? Molly wasn't trying to receive what Issa was saying about her and her standards and all the stuff she had going on with it. And, and Issa wasn't really trying to hear nothing from Molly. Because you telling me about your problems, all I'm seeing is what you're doing wrong. Mm-hmm. So they both trying to tell each other, here's how you're wrong. But they drunk, so they come off as you stupid, you this, that, and the third. Like, I can't believe you going through all these problems. You putting yourself through these problems. They're not supporting each other right now. They're not being good friends right now. You can tell your friend when they're doing wrong without being rude about it. And that's a lot of time when they say Malibu, they about to get real nasty and real rude. And... You can be real without being rude.
1: You can. There are ways to approach situations to where it's not detrimental to the whole group. Yeah. Like, there's ways to have constructive criticism and not just be straight-up
0: ignorant. Right. Because, And I feel like they know the difference between that because when Tiffany and Kelly started hounding on Molly in the pool... Mm
1: they like, Molly,
0: you ain't this. Molly, you ain't that. Issa was like, hold <laughs> on. <laughs> y'all nothing to come for my girl like this. Because y'all have y'all stuff too. And then she set them in their place. Tiffany, you got this, this, and this going on. Kelly, you got this, this, and this going on. And they're like, we can't even joke. Because here come Issa. <laughs> Superwoman's a
1: rescue. No, no, no. That's also the, that's the friend card of, anybody can't talk about my friend, but I can talk about my friend.
0: And that shows like the different levels of friendships because we all friends, but this my friend, friend. Right. So understand you're not going to talk about her any kind of way, even though we beefing, you're not talking about her.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Molly really showed her support to Issa by driving her all the way back home to go see Lawrence. And Lawrence won't even know. Say to
1: find that Best Buy t-shirt in the closet.
0: Just the Best Buy t-shirt in the closet.
1: I left my job just like you asked. I went and went for that opportunity, but I ain't seeing you ever again. Nope. Don't want you. Don't need you. Thanks for the memories.
0: So that was season one. We basically ended season one with, you know, her at the place. There's nobody being there with her. Mm-hmm. And then season two was basically not really focused on their friendship at all was focused on Molly trying to get her career together and Issa figuring out what life is without Lawrence Mm -hmm. and seeing what Lawrence was doing so Molly was focused, focused on her career more but she didn't have to put that much effort into being Issa's friend because Issa was just trying to start dating so she's meeting new people she's trying to juggle her job they were both busy
1: So they were both busy, but Molly's busy and Issa's busy are not the same thing to each other. Molly's definition of busy is, we booked him busy with his lawyer career. I'm doing this, that, and the third. I'm going, still trying to meet new people, but I'm still just trying to focus on myself and fix my broken genitals. Um,
0: Crazy word.
1: But then we have Issa, she's in her own busy phase of, I'm trying to see my whole phase basically. And then on top of that, I'm trying to figure out my work life because she's going down the drain. But I don't even know if I really want to work here or not. So they're really focused on being by themselves. I mean, they're still like talking maybe every other day, maybe one week, skip a week. But they're trying to like keep superficial stuff on their relationship, but they're not really trying to focus on each other. So that's what we get with them from season two, for the most part. Season three
0: is where we start really seeing issues. Like, more issues than we saw before.
1: Y'all, the tower is is about to fall apart. Big Bad Wolf is coming to blow the house down.
0: The Big Bad Wolf being Molly. I'm sorry. (laughs) I know people try to argue on Twitter. They be like, oh, Molly isn't a bad guy, guys. Like, going back in Washington, you see Molly wasn't a bad guy. I don't know about all that. Molly was still
1: pretty terrible. Like, Molly was, I mean, Issa was selfish, but Molly was very selfish. Like, Issa was, like, mid-level selfish. Molly was high-key selfish. And two selfishness were not going together at all, whatsoever. Well, they still, in season three, they still wasn't
0: really focused on a friendship. Like, they try to have conversations, and they just be kind of shady. There's tension there, but neither one of them have the space or real desire to talk about it. And they're mm-hmm. still going through their separate lives. Because this, in season three, is where the Coachella episode happened and they're pretty cool for the Coachella episode Issa's depressed and she's trying to be like I'm going to be happy now Mm -hmm. and Molly's just working so Molly doesn't have time to deal with Issa anything whether it's Issa's drama Issa's friendship Issa's supporting her because she's so focused on work 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 trying to fit in her new job where she's already made enemies because all she can talk about is how great it was at her white firm Which, you know, I can relate to that. (laughs) Not saying I was, you know, talking about how great it was at my PWI when I went to work at the HBCU. I'm just like, what do you mean y'all write down all the students' names and put them in together on a piece of paper? It's 2023. (laughs)
1: Everything has its highs and lows, and it's what you make of it. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to root for my HBCU till the day I die. Even
0: though you have to fax over your applications for her HBCU.
1: Okay, okay. But it was the culture and the events and the experience that made up for everything else. We're going to agree or disagree?
0: We're going to agree to disagree because I didn't have the HBCU experience. Coming from a student's point of view, is probably amazing. Trying to get a job at one, working at one. huh? huh. But I understood where Molly was coming from. She, she went about it in the wrong way. Like, I wasn't going to go in there and be like, well, we had this in my stuff. Why y'all ain't got this? I'm saying in general, we shouldn't be doing this on paper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: okay. But Molly was also starting her therapy journey. During-
0: which she wasn't really giving her therapist nothing.
1: No, she wasn't. She was still in the process. I think Molly was still in that phase of denial of, I'm going to therapy, but, but I'm not really it. going to therapy because y'all still think there's something wrong with me and I, I don't really see the wrong.
0: I'm more open than Molly is in my therapy, but I can see where she's coming from because when I start talking about work, I'm flown. You start to talk about my emotions
1: gotta take a step back why are you trying to get in my business (laughs) (laughs) but she did follow through with one thing that her therapist suggested which was forming boundaries but the way she went about trying to form those boundaries was where everything went down too
0: because it's really it's really hard to define exactly what boundaries are like you see that when the men are like well i'm just setting my boundaries i don't want you talking to nobody but me that's not a boundary. That's a red flag. <laughs> That's a red flag. Um, and then we're not there yet. We'll get there with when she was trying to set a boundary and you just dismissed it. But we're not there yet. Um, where we at? Season three. Oh, let's just go into season four.
1: We might as well, because ain't we really nothing happening in season three. Anyway.
0: Season four building up to Issa's event it was just back and forth petty shit taking shots at each other all the time
1: and it was it got to a point where Molly realized that Issa didn't really need her as much as she thought she did yeah because Issa was trying to get to her block party she was talking to um, Condoleezza not that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Kendra, condola, Condola. That was, I y'all, if y'all know one thing about me, I am bad with names. I am terrible with names, so my apologies to her. She she will not that bad of a person.
0: She wasn't. She was a little weird. Cause you, we discussed it, but you stop talking to me because you broke up with a nigga that I'm not worried about no more. Is weird. <laughs>
1: yeah. That was, that was a little weird. I ain't got no issues with her, though. So, my apologies for the name. But Issa was talking to her, trying to get her stuff together. She didn't really have to talk to Molly and be like, Hey, Molly, what's your opinion on this? Hey, Molly, what should I do about this? Hey, Molly, this. Hey, Molly, that.
0: <laughs> because for one thing, Molly wasn't available. Molly wanted to talk to Issa when she was available. Mm-hmm. But she's not used to Issa not being readily available for her. Because Issa worked that. Eight to four, nine to five, I can call you at this time and you're not doing anything.
1: Mm -hmm. You might
0: be lifting, but you're not really doing anything, so you can talk to me. Now, when I call you, you're not really available. Or there was time that she really wanted to talk to Issa, she wanted to talk about her day or whatever, or just discuss things like girl, we really need to talk. And Issa like, Hey, I need this from you. Right. So I'm not going to be completely on Issa's side and say that Issa wasn't selfish or she wasn't always asking for stuff, but I feel like you should be able to ask your friends for with stuff without issue. Yeah. But, in the context of what was going on, Issa should have recognized, maybe this ain't the time.
1: Mm-hmm. So, Issa went ahead with her block party, which was great, amazing. You know, we love black excellence for the black community. It was a
0: beautiful event. It was
1: a very nice event. And so, after the events over everything's dwindling down it's time for everybody to pack up and go home Molly finds out from Andrew that he helped her get the headliner for the event through Nathan after Molly <laughs> told Issa <laughs> that I want my personal life and my relationship life to be two separate entities
0: which is weird <laughs> But we're going to address that later.
1: (laughs) So instead of, you know, being professional about it. or Right time, right place about it.
0: Or just being a good friend about it.
1: And, you know, maybe calling her later that night after we get home or something. And be like, hey girl, so did this happen? No, we're going to pull up. It's on site. I'm coming to the, I see you across the parking lot.
0: No, because if you go back and watch that scene, and you see how serious Molly face is, and she like, did you do this? And Issa like, yeah. The way she pulled up on her. Because I don't like the way she pulled up. Somebody pulling up on me like that. I'm like, does Issa not have fight or flight? Because I'm ready to fight. Why are you pulling up on me like this? Can we talk? (laughs) We was just cha-cha sliding together. What is your problem now?
1: I was about to say, we had a whole little
0: superficial <laughs> Maybe things are better time. now. You know, the little thing where maybe things are better now. We haven't talked about anything, but maybe we just going to go back to normal.
1: Right. You got me some wings. You know, our little bit of, I'll bring a bottle of wine and we call it a day. You still mad, bitch?
0: Girl. <laughs> we wasn't having it.
1: <laughs> she said, did you get this through Andrew? My man? Well, actually, Nathan asked me. I mean, asked him for me. Because he asked me that I need help, and I told him yes, because I needed help, and you weren't going to do it. Okay. So then, Molly proceeds to tear her down from the ceiling to the floor. You a selfish bitch. You always be a selfish bitch. You always need one little ass
0: favor, Issa. I should have been left your selfish ass. And And it's like, Issa just looking around for real molly right here
1: right now (laughs) no because honestly i was looking around too because i was like half this stuff i'm sitting here thinking girl how how much grudge were you holding in your heart because half the things that you're throwing out of your mouth it's not even about this event it's not and let's be honest let's go through the event when she's
0: first of all she didn't want to go at all andrew had to convince her to go andrew like this your best friend what are you even thinking about doing we going to this event Andrew had to make you go and then you get there and you like well this is nice (laughs) like you mad that it's nice
1: because she wanted her to fuck up
0: she wanted all the time that she had spent doing something to be worth nothing
1: the thing with molly is she had a very big superiority complex Mm -hmm. because she always thought even if it was unconscious sometimes that Issa was beneath her. Molly's is this my ma- own lawyer. She got this big high paying job. She got this apartment, all this stuff on her own and Issa is barely struggling with the apartment complex that she's at now. She got this medium level job right now that she don't even really want to do. She's trying to figure her life out. She always got to call Molly because she's trying to figure her life out. And Molly's just there to be like, oh, let me play therapist. Let me do this because I'm always going to be one step ahead of Issa at the end of the day. So when Issa finally did something big, successful for herself, Molly doesn't see that success. She sees that as she could really do something without me. Like, that's... That's an issue. She shouldn't have been able to do this without me.
0: She shouldn't have been able to do this without me. And... (laughs) She couldn't, and really that's not just on Molly, it was on like Kelly and all of them. They was like, I don't see the vision. And that pushed, it was good for Issa, but it really showed her who her friends was. Because mm-hmm. Kelly and Tiffany was loud about it. I don't believe in you. But like I said, Kelly and Tiffany are her friends. Molly your friend friends. She never supported you, and she couldn't even focus on the fact that Molly wasn't supporting her because she had to focus on getting her event up. It's like, I mm-hmm. want to do something, this is what I really want to do. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it with or without your help. And then she's still acting shocked, she even dancing with Issa, like, Oh my gosh, girl, this was actually really nice. I'm different than Issa because they actually would have thought, actually. <laughs> What do you mean, actually? No, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. You want to talk? Let's talk about it. Let's stop dancing. <laughs> <laughs> we would have fought right then. <laughs> Everybody, cha-cha sliding.
1: I'm sliding you. <laughs> but it just really made you take a step back and think about their relationship because mm-hmm. y'all really could not have been friends. Ain't no way y'all was really truly friends. Ever. If it really came to this this is really how you thought about her. This you really thought that she was beneath you.
0: Call her selfish? Mm-mm. You the same selfish bitch you always been. That that took me. <laughs> that took me. Because now I'm thinking I gotta rethink our whole friendship. And you already knew where the season was going. Cause we started out the season with Issa, like doing a preview. I don't really fuck with Molly no more.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and sometimes it's healthy to have those like you know I'm not really fucking with this person right now this is my bestie mm, I don't know what the hell they got going on I'm taking a step back because I don't know what the hell they got going on but I don't want to be involved
1: Right. and there are moments in time where your friends they turn into acquaintance after time it, it happens it's nature everybody's not going to be your friend throughout your entire life period that's just not how that works so, in their case, they've been friends for a very, very long time. Maybe a little bit too long. It's time for them to maybe step back from being best friends. Maybe let's be friends right now. Maybe we've seen that our paths have grown apart a little too much. Let's just be acquaintances. I don't like what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> but what would what, I say? I mean... <laughs> <laughs>
0: Me and my... I can't have this conversation now. I couldn't have, like, whatever we recorded the last time. But me and my friend, you know, I ain't want to hear nothing like that. Y'all, friends grow apart. I'm not trying to grow apart. What we need to talk about. What we need to do. Maybe we need to take a little break. I'm not trying to grow apart. What we need to fix. We're
1: going to take a break. Like, relationship take a break. but we go see other people? Let if me go we be, got to. Let me go be friends with other people and think about our relationship. And that's... Look... <laughs> that's a little bit
0: of what i did because i started being friends with other people and i was like i hate these people (laughs) (laughs) yo where my friend at because i hate (laughs) y'all
1: why you being weird (laughs) but you know sometimes it takes like moments like that to make you realize okay this is why i had this friend this is why we have this relationship
0: that's why i feel like a break is important because you're growing yes I'm not the same person I was when we met each other. Mm-hmm. Because if we met each other in elementary school, middle school, high school, college, I'm probably not the same person I was now. <laughs> you know. What? I'm not even going to do my age. <laughs> but um, we're getting older. Yeah. So we need to relearn each other. And if we're not at a space and time where we can relearn each other, like, you've moved across the country to California. We can't relearn each other. You know, you might come back around and we might hang out because now mm-hmm. we're we're that acquaintance and stuff. But if you really my best, best friend, like Issa and Molly was, let's not even get to the point where we blowing up at each other. Let's address the problem. And if we can't address the problem, let's stop having these petty-ass chats where we taking shots at each other, where we telling each other our problems. And then we... That's why you having those issues because you always act like that. And then... I think that was a part of the problem with Issa, because it's like, yes, I've messed up in the past. Stop blaming who I was for the problems I have now.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. the problems I have now have nothing to do with what I used to do. Right. They're just happening to me. Life is happening to me.
1: Right. She but happens. I didn't.
0: I didn't cause this. Yes, she messed up her relationship with Lawrence. No, her, the fact that her apartment was gentrified and cost more, and she had to move out that wasn't her fault that wasn't
1: her fault life happens
0: mm-hmm. she couldn't move with you because y'all had the issues with the base. Mm-hmm. so she was living with daniel it's not her fault daniel decided he wanted to be with her because she was supporting him better than his girl was she moved on from that she showed growth and moving on from daniel but molly still saw her as cheating asshole. my bestie cheating ass nonetheless mm-hmm. my messy bestie if you can grow molly why can't Issa? you trying to separate yourself from Issa because you like i'm growing why can't you notice the growth in her
1: and why can't we apologize
0: apologize how do you not see how that you wrong in some situations how is your boyfriend telling you you're wrong telling you i don't see how it's a problem with me helping your best friend
1: like, he was really trying to emphasize that because I don't think that was setting up. This is your best friend.
0: She like, you know what? I don't fuck with her. You're not fucking with her right now. This is still your best friend.
1: <laughs> this is your best friend, boo. This your bestie. Best friends are basically your sisters. And if you don't fight with your siblings, there's something wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Like y'all can make up superficially with some wings and wine. You can tell her I'm sorry, help her out right now because you may not like her, but you still love her. You can still help her out and then talk about it later. Because Issa, Issa really hurt that girl when she said,
0: if your relationship don't work out with Andrew, it's not my fault. <laughs> Look at how he looking at you, but <laughs> it was the truth. <laughs> Like, everybody looking around like, yo, what y'all doing? And Issa trying not to be involved as much as possible. Trying to, and I understand that. Somebody's yelling at you.
1: Oh, I'm not hearing nothing you're saying. If you're yelling at me, it's a done deal. I don't hear it. Everything is going in one ear, out the other.
0: You making up some rules. <laughs> like, she's like, you making up these rules. You making up these random rules. And it's like, I'm not really hearing you because this is my event. The event's still going on. Of course, after that, you know, somebody said she had a gun. Everybody went their separate ways, running and stuff. You
1: no, know, because black people can't have nothing.
0: Black so. people can't have nothing. <laughs> Niggas just be acting
1: up. But that that argument right there, it drew a it does a rift between them. But it also gave them those tools to be able to come back together later and mm-hmm. say, "All right, I wasn't hearing you in the parking lot, but I hear you now."
0: Because Issa, I think she went home and she was really thinking about stuff. Like, do I use people?
1: Mm-hmm. Do
0: I do this? Do I do that? And Molly really didn't. If Andrew wasn't there to be like, Molly, you wrong. I don't think Molly would have did the same reflection. But like.
1: Molly would have went back to her job. She would have been like
0: these are wrong when she gonna call me and apologize went
1: back to the league and say any day now this girl gonna call me and say girl I'm sorry or show up at my doorstep with the wings and wine
0: and I'm not gonna forgive her immediately she gonna have to beg me for my forgiveness
1: because once again I don't see her as my equal I see her as my community service project
0: my broke best friend and I admit I love having my little broke best friends I don't have no more broke best friends for real where it's like, girl, let me come pick you up. Let's go get something to eat. And we go get something off the dollar menu, the kid's meal. <laughs> be the
1: best adventure, though.
0: They be the best adventures. <laughs> I don't have none of that. All my used-to-be-broke best friends, they got jobs now. They got careers. Cool.
1: have yeah,
0: grown up. Grown up. Dang. We got a friend that we had from high school. She done had a baby, y'all. She engaged.
1: Like... I sit here and think about, I'm really out here adulting. No, she adulting. Bro. She adulting <laughs> Homegirl is adulting. I'm breastfeeding. And like, I, congratulations, I fully applaud because she's there at that point in her life. I'm not there yet.
0: Not even there, not even a little bit.
1: But we're all adulting. And that's like, to the end of the day, we're not kids anymore. And like, it really catches up to you when you see like, the memories and like the highlights and stuff posted on social media and stuff, you're like, dang, where did the time go?
0: (laughs) (laughs) The time be running away. That's what was humbling about like their friendship because Tiffany and Kelly were able to like, you remember when this happened? Mm -hmm. Have you called Issa? No. Have you called Molly? Uh, No, and I'm not going to call her. I don't really fuck with her like that. So Yeah, there was that thing when they were trying to work it out. And Nathan was moving in with Issa after the event. And Molly was already at Andrew's house. They was already going through their little issues. It was a little argument about the stop. But then Issa and Nathan came in there laughing. And they was reminiscing about a game that they used to play. And they started playing the game. But then Molly fucked up. Mm-hmm. And she sent a message that she was trying to send to Andrew, to Issa. See, I'm trying. That's where me and Issa are the same person. <laughs> See, you trying? I'm trying with her? You don't got to try with nobody. <laughs> I'm out, babe.
1: What about this Consider this done.
0: This is done. This is done. I tried with you. You're not really trying to hear me. You're not trying to be there for me. I'm just done.
1: I don't need the effort.
0: I don't need the effort. And then going, going even back, when they was fighting over that parking spot, it was a little petty right then. And then Tiffany is showing signs of postpartum depression.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Kelly is focused on the baby and being there for the baby. Molly is focused on talking trash about Issa because she look out the window and she sees Issa and Lawrence talking, hear her messy ass go. Don't nobody even know what she's talking about. You just ready to talk about a girl. Right. (laughs) I don't truly, even with the show ending, I don't truly see Molly reflecting back on all those shady things she said about Issa to her face and behind her back.
1: I feel like for me, at the end of like the whole series, I still just thought that. Molly and Issa, at the end of the day, they just, they still don't have that superficial relationship. I don't think it's, I feel like they were able to get through this mountain and get back to being on level ground, but all it takes is one little earthquake and we're gonna be right back where we started. So, they may be cool and fine right now because everybody got relationships now. Everybody's
0: other things to focus on.
1: About to say everybody's pretty much found what they're passionate about, what their purpose is. That's what they're focused on. But it just takes, it takes that one little earthquake and we're going to be right back where we started. I want to say, I feel
0: like with something as big as what happened at the block party happening.
1: I can't be friends with you after that, I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) If we can get through that we can get through anything. You know, we had our big blowing up where, you know, we show everybody that we won't cool no more, this, that, and the third, fight and beefing. And we went through the stages of, I'm not really fucking with her. But then y'all had this, when Tiffany went through her postpartum depression and they had to go in the search to find her, it was like, this is petty as hell. This is petty as hell. Who is going to look for me? Who's going to really care about me and look for me if I'm missing? It's going to be you. It's going to be you. Who cares about Issa more than Molly? Nobody. Nobody. Who cares about Molly more than Issa?
1: Nobody. Nobody.
0: (laughs) Tiffany going to be there? Is she going to search as hard? No. You my homegirl, no matter how stupid you acting. Mm Mm-hmm. So I feel like from there, from this point, they can have serious conversations like, girl, I don't like the way you're moving. And I feel like her sending that text message and Issa seeing it and them having that actual conversation instead of it just being like, girl, I'm sorry, my bad. Come on back in. And her being like, fine, girl, just don't let it happen again. Ha-ha, laughing her off and actually having that conversation, it was good steps. It didn't seem like good steps, but it was good steps
1: at the end of the day their main problem was communication they had a lot of miscommunication so having these issues and these moments to be able to talk to each other improved their communication for them to be better friends Mm -hmm.
0: because that's my best friend that's my best friend that's my best friend yes it is but if you don't do the work to keep that your best friend the relationship won't die this, it, like any other relationship, if you don't do the work to keep your man your man, mm-hmm. that's not going to be your man.
1: So moral of the story, y'all, communicate, please. have Find ways to effectively communicate and apologize. We do know. not sweep things under the rug. Apologize.